So welcome everyone to the Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Robert Peake, and as always, I'm here with Todd Brown. Hello, everyone. Hey, Todd. Um, so once again, this podcast series is designed to help you uh, understand and apply the principles of the, the Getting Things Done GTD methodology to your life, to your work, to help you get more done with less stress, to help you uh, find ways um, to sort of be in, in the flow and finesse of things rather than buried under uh, an email inbox and all of the crazy things rattling around in your in your head. Um, so that's the intent of this. If that sounds interesting, stay tuned. Uh, Todd and I were talking just before the podcast about um, possible topics and options. And the idea had come up, you know, people sometimes ask, is is GTD for me? Is it is it the right kind of thing for me? Do do I qualify? <laughs> You know, for, <laughs> do I qualify for GTD? You know, um, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about about that. Um, Todd, love you. Do you want to kind of lead off with some thoughts on the kinds of th- types of people, types of situations where you you see GTD most most applicable? Sure. Yeah, and and you know, I, I think um, in some ways, as I was saying to you earlier, this this podcast might be. Uh, a bit different in that what we're really very specifically targeting today are people who are just getting to know uh, the methodology and and you know maybe are are vaguely familiar with it or might have heard heard from friends and family or whatever colleagues um, and so the idea was hey let's 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 provide people with a little bit of uh, food for thought about you know what what in some ways, what are they in for, and then what does that imply about um, about you know the the right experience, the right mindsets, the right you know what what are you bringing to the table, and 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 would GTD fit well for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I we <clears throat> when, when I think back on on all of the years that that I've been doing this, and 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 the number of people that I've worked with, you know, I, I suppose the the encouraging thing to start off with is that. GTD has been appealing to, appe- appealing to and successful for, um, an incredibly wide variety of people. You know, in my in my estimation, you know, in terms of various levels of seniority, from um, you know from folks who are pretty junior to to sort of CEO level people in in large organizations. Um, that you know, in GTD, one of the things that we say is that it helps you to manage your commitments, and the truth is that no matter whether you're just starting out in your career or if you're, um, you know, sort of at the, t- at the top of the tree, uh, you've got commitments. And so GTD doesn't discriminate and say, well, yeah, this is only really for executive people or this is only really for middle managers or whatever. Um, so that's that's one thing I think is uh, is, is true. Um, I don't know. What do you have any thoughts about particular audiences that you think um, you know we either we either have seen it really work for or, or not really work for? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned there's just such a wide range of job types and um, you know individual life situations that people are in, um, as well as really different types of people in terms of the way they think and operate and and relate to life. You know, different very different personalities that I've coached over the years. But I think there's a few things just as I'm mulling it over and hearing you talk that are kind of in common with, with people that, um, that really take to GTD. Um, one is, you know, and it's all kind of to me in the bucket of, um, wanting to grow and improve themselves and and the world around them to some extent. But I mean, that sounds sort of wishy-washy more specifically. One of the things I see is that, that these are people who, um, are willing to think at the meta level. What I mean by that is not just 
nose to the grindstone, do the work, but think about how they work. They're, they're willing to think about how they work. They're people who notice friction in their lives, notice when things don't go well and believe they could go better by, um, by thinking and planning and, and sorting things out, that things are worth sorting out rather than just living with, right? <laughs> you know, I, think, I think one of the things. Um, also, this, this kind of idea of a, of a lifelong learner, like someone that's, that's not just in this sort of fixed mindset of this is how I am and this is how I'm always going to be, but, but that actually believes that part of the, the you know, enjoyment and good stuff in life uh, comes from learning new things, being open-minded, being willing to um, engage with the new, um, that that's actually exciting and positive and that they believe that, you know, that learning new things can improve their life. So uh, that, that kind of third thing is I think that they have to at least be open to the idea that there's a better way, right? That, that I mean, and we put forward the sometimes, to some people, radical-seeming uh, hypothesis that um, that you don't necessarily just have to keep pushing harder and working harder to be more effective. That it's not, you know, so that's not just about, you know, bearing down and doing the longer hours um, in order to be more successful. That actually, um, that there can be a way to work smarter, to work more effectively, and that it does involve some of this, you know, this kind of lifelong learning and, and meta thinking, thinking about how you work. Um, that, that they've hopefully seen some degree of that already kind of work in their life, you know, that it's not just about uh, more and faster and harder, but that it's also about being smart, being smart about all of this. So mm-hmm. people that have those kind of, that kind of mindset, I think, you know, more of a kind of growth mindset, a, a growth approach to their life, um, I think tend to succeed more in, in adopting this. Um, and tend to gravitate toward it in the first place, right? You know, if you don't think there's a better way, <laughs> why would you why would you try GTD in the first place? So I think people need to at least be open to that possibility. And I think often we paint a picture or a vision that's um, slightly, um, you know, outside their their comfort or even belief initially, until they start doing it and realizing, oh wow, yeah, there really is there really is a much better way. <laughs> <laughs> they apply GTD. That, that's those are my kind of observations about the traits. What what do you think in yeah. terms of in terms of general traits? Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm with you completely on that. I think um, it it sort of goes without saying, but but you know, being open, being open to change, and and I think um, I, maybe even a step beyond that, being being open to fundamentally challenge how you operate every day. And I don't think we should discount that because that's a that's a big thing. You know, when you think about when you think about the your working practices, you know how you how you kind of address your work every day. You know the way you organize yourself, the way, the way you make decisions, the way you use the organizational tools that you have. You know the way you ensure some sort of a balance between the strategic and the tactical. You know all of those things for most of us, and and as certainly for those of us who've been in the workforce for a long time, those are things that have just kind of evolved, right? And you know maybe at some point in our in our career, we had something that looked like a, you know, personal effectiveness seminar or something like that that gave us some, you know, some tips and tricks in that area. But we are asking people to, to change those working practices. And that's not small stuff. You know, change is hard and or can be. And I think change in this particular area, um, because, as I say, for most people, those practices are so, so deeply embedded, um, can be particularly challenging. So, so with you completely, you know, people need to be open to, 
to to change and open to challenge and they need to be willing to to really step i think in many cases into what is at least in the in the very short term you know in the seminar in the coaching into something that feels quite you know feels quite strange feels very new feels a bit foreign you know the some of the things that we recommend in gtd um are not things where where that the people in many cases will have had much experience of and so um you know they they need to be open to that and and by the way if if we're you know if we're worth our salt as trainers as coaches in the work that we do then then we will be not only um not only helping them to uh you know try out and um, hopefully embrace those new ways of working but we'll also make it really clear why it is we're recommending what we're recommending you know it's not it's not yeah we recommend this because it's cool or we recommend this you know you should do this because i say so um but we but it's it's one of the things i think that's always been uh unique about gtd certainly in my experience is that it it's it lays on very solid foundations um and 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 hangs together it's a comprehensive approach that that's sort of philosophically consistent so so yeah i mean i think uh people do need to be to be open to change and they need to be ready to to really um do a do a pretty deep dive into how they work and to be open to uh to changing those ways of working yeah and i think that's a great point about about the client being willing to really apply it to their own life circumstances and have that kind of mindset. It's not a prescriptive thing. It's not a one size fits all. It's very much a collaborative experience when we coach. Um, any, any thoughts on uh, who GTD is, is not for who, you know, who, who might not need, is there anyone who doesn't need GTD out there in the, in the 21st century? Well, you know, as I think, you know, you and I have been at this for a long time. The business is, is turning, uh, the business is turning nine years old, um, this year. Um, and as I think back over that period of time, I think the, the only population that comes to mind where I'd say this is a population which is less likely to, uh, to, to, to feel the need are people who are right at the beginning of their careers, you know straight out of university or straight out of, uh, out of education in there and they're just getting started. Um, and, and I think the reason for that, I think the reason that it sometimes, uh, falls a bit flat with those folks is that it's, it's a, um, is that because many of those people haven't really experienced the, uh, the prickly ambiguity that comes with trying to make decisions about what to focus on, you know, especially in in the early parts of many people's careers they're less self-directed you know they're 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 being given very clear tasks and there's less kind of um you know fewer decisions required about what to focus on and with all that in mind i think gtd for folks who are basically being told what to do anyway gtd can come across as kind of you know unhelpful structure as i sometimes say it can come across as as you know, you're, you're trying to make me a neat freak. You're trying to, to impose structure on the way that I work. And the structure doesn't feel like it's bringing any benefit because I'm not feeling the challenge in how I, you know, as I look at my own work, I'm not feeling the challenge that, um, that, that GTD seems to, to solve for. That's, that's the only population again, that, that, um, 
thinking back on it, uh, you know, is, is less likely. I'll just say one more brief thing, which is all that said, you know, if you come to along to our public seminars, you'll quite often have university students. You'll quite often have people, you know, fresh out of university. So it's not that it's, it's not that it's, uh, not applicable to anybody or not helpful for anybody in that cohort, but it is, um, of all the populations that I think we work with, one of the populations that's, um, you know, that, that, that's, um, we we just need to to tailor those messages. I think, I think um, uh, very very carefully for that population. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think part of what I what I hear you saying is low complexity lives, which very few of us have the have the luxury of anymore, right? You know, I mean, we all maybe started out with slightly pre-chewed work and and um, low complexity personal lives is to go with that, but. Yeah, I think one of the, one of the things I, I look at is do people recognize that there's more to do than can be done, right? You know, as David says, <laughs> you know, if that's a revelation to you, then um, you know you may you may need some some uh, bereavement help with that because it's <laughs> it's a it's just a reality of our 21st century life. Um, and then you know, I think often when people recognize that, the first place they go is toward well some kind of priority priority codes or you know managing priority or filtering and just just doing focusing on the so-called important things um as well as you know the time management approach of putting lots of things in the diary and using the diary as their kind of one trusted trusted handy tool to um to try and manage everything as well so the people that have a recognized there's more to do than can be done and b felt some of the breakdown of just trying to use priority codes or just use the calendar or some of these other low complexity tools to manage a high complexity situation um, or let's say less elegant tools um, or, or, or not best fit tools, um, I think are really good candidates for GTD if they recognize that GTD is not time management and is not just ABC style priority code management, but is something much more comprehensive and, deceptively you know deceptively simple and elegant in its approach but but that actually helps you address the problem at the level of the problem which is the level of getting all of your commitments kind of inventoried um and and in a system that you can trust and use so yeah those people that have more complexity in their lives but also maybe have ideally tried some some of the things that don't quite work you know and <laughs> and are then you know, but then still have retained enough of that growth mindset, that belief that there there can be a better way to to find their way to GTD. Those people, I think, are really are really great candidates because, as you say, will help explain and help you map. You know, why some of these other things are yes, partially good, but not going to necessarily solve solve the pain. So yeah, I like I like the the prickly ambiguity, as you said. How, you know, experiencing some of the pain, mm. um, trying some of the things. Um, you know, and then arriving at GTD is really, I think, a great, a great place, you know, for, for a lot of people to be. And you don't necessarily have to, you, you, you know, as soon as things get complex, if you jump straight on GTD, which pretty much fortunately is where, where I was pretty early in my, in my career, I got this and went, oh yeah, this is, this is going to help me manage the significantly more things to do than, than I have one lifetime to live in and do, mm -hmm. um, you know, you'll be, you'll just be well ahead of the game. Yeah. So you, you, you might've been one of the, one of those folks who kind of appreciated it very early, um, very early, which is, which is, again, it's great. You know, not a, not a year goes by when I say to myself, Oh, I just wish I'd been exposed to this 20 years earlier. You know, it would have made such a difference. 
um, in my, you know, in my in my early career, my ability to kind of operate clear-headed, to have work-life balance, and 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 those kinds of things. Um, yeah, yeah no, it was huge. It was huge, and and I, the complexity for me was in my own kind of hopes, dreams, thoughts, creative ideas. Right, you know, the the mm-hmm. world around me was still the the world around me of an early twenty-something, which was fairly more linear and straightforward certainly than it is now (laughs) my diary diary was a lot more white space than my diary today but it was when i did that initial mind sweep and i went oh wow you know there's a lot that that have a lot of interests i have a lot of you know creative desires and wishes and hopes and dreams and this is going to help me manage that so if there are you know i think millennials this kind of new generation coming up have that in spades you know more, Mm. more than anyone so, you know, if you're just looking at the work domain and you're highly managed and your work is pre-chewed for you <laughs> to some extent, yeah, maybe GTD isn't going to give you enormous benefit in the work domain. But what about the rest of your life? You know, what about all yeah. those other things that, you know, you only live once and you don't want, you know, your fear of missing out on things and all of that. GTD can help, I think, with that. If you, so again, talking about tweaking the context, you know, if you put it in, in those terms, I think you, people can have a lot of enthusiasm for managing their their path toward you know taking things off the bucket list and, and that kind of thing as well mm-hmm. you know thinking about it um uh, thinking more about populations where gtd tends to resonate most reliably you know that's a, that's maybe another way to frame all this and i think um i think that another population that comes to mind is is populations uh you know, people who are in transition of one type or another right so they're you know they they've just been promoted or in the, they're in a high potentials program so they know that they're probably going to be promoted you know on the the fast track to something something bigger something new it's in those moments i think where uh, gtd tends to resonate with people you know as they're starting to realize hey i've uh you know um as Marshall Goldsmith, the executive coach, says, you know, he says, "What got you here won't get you there," and and he and 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 so those folks are, I think, uh, ripe for uh, figuring out ways of working which are going to enable them to be, um, you know, as effective, at least as effective in their new, larger, you know, m- more to do and more responsibility roles than they were in their in their previous roles so that's that's a population i think that that is pretty reliably drawn to this and yeah. you know anybody who i think as well is feeling is feeling a bit overwhelmed you know by everything that's going on you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's astounding to me i was i was as you know i was in um i was out of the country for the last uh for the last week or so and, and working with with a client and um and you know, d- meeting with people, d- running a seminar or two, doing a bit of one-on-one work with folks. And when people do a uh, the exercise that we call the mind sweep, you know, just get everything, get everything off of your mind, it's extraordinary how cathartic that can be. And because I think it, what it means is that people do that exercise, they look at what they had on their minds, and they, and they realize I really do have a huge amount on. And in theory. Uh, in the next moment, I could choose to focus on any one of these thirty-two things that I just that I just wrote down. Um, so, uh, so it it becomes then I think very uh, very real, very explicit for people. Uh, you know, I I do have a complex life, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a huge amount on, and here it is staring me in the face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and I definitely see that with. You know, in the in the corporate space, either 
going for a new promotion or dealing with having eek having gotten the new promotion you know be careful what you ask for i certainly a motivator for, for the entrepreneur knowing that you know you directly affect your your top line revenue you know is is a motivator where you go okay yeah i'm 10% more efficient that's going to be really significant to getting my my venture off the ground or or taking it to its next phase but another one is um is the parent right the new parent you know and that that i think is a pretty significant life changer game changer particularly in conjunction with with working full time as so many people are you know that recognizing that what got you here won't get you there in terms of what you want in terms of a balance and and having a life in in all it's rich in all these different domains rather than mm. one at the sacrifice of another i think is another another big one and it's personally something that i you know i love helping the the executive get the new promotion i love helping the entrepreneur drive their business forward but i also really love helping the parent get home for bedtime you know that's mm. that's for a lot of people a deeper why underneath what they say about productivity. So, you know, if those kind of things resonate and you think you think that there can be a better way and they're willing to change up your thinking, you know, to to um I mean not have it all in terms of everything everyone could ever want, but have richness in all the domains that you've chosen. Um, you know, I think those are people that are that I find are highly motivated in the uh, you know, in this space to to make this thing work. So, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cl- closing th- thoughts, Todd, on kind of in 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 summary, what the what the as you say the people most likely to really resonate with this and and take this forward look like in your experience. Um. Yeah. I, I guess just maybe a piece of advice for the folks who are listening to this who are uh, already familiar with GTD and who are interested in you know, sharing, uh, maybe sharing this podcast and sharing their own experience with other folks. Um, my, you know, my advice about that would be to focus, focus primarily on what your experience has been of GTD. In other words, what benefits has it brought? You know, what, what, how is your world different? How is your interaction with the world different since you've, since you've implemented some of the ideas and the methodology and, and focus there rather than, um, open up your system and show somebody your lists, which, which, you know, for somebody who's brand new to GTD, um, most, again, not everybody, but in, but in many cases, uh, seeing a fully fledged GTD system, uh, someone just has this reaction. Many people will just have this reaction, which is, Hey, this is, this is just way, this, this person is a neat freak. This is way too complex. Um, you know, this is organization for its own sake. Uh, there's no way that I would get benefit from this. And they, and in many cases, what that means is that people kind of shut down from it. So as I say, I hope, I hope this podcast is a help, you know, just forwarding this to folks and saying, Hey, you, if you're interested in knowing more about this, here's some thoughts about whether it might be for you. But as you're, as you're interacting with people, as I say, you know, focus on what's it done for you? What have, what have been the benefits as opposed to here are the artifacts of my system? Great thoughts. Yeah. Great thoughts for sure. So yeah, those of you that, that already do resonate with this and already are embodying some or all of these traits, traits we've discussed, definitely those, those like-minded people in your world that you, that you see struggling, that you know can benefit. Um, I agree. Tell, talk, talk to the benefit level. Talk to how it's helped you. And, and you've got a shot. I mean, so much of this, I think, really does spread kind of word of mouth and person to person because, um, you know, because it is so powerful. And because I think, you know, 
were rightly, you know, somewhat skeptical of things that, that make such big promises. So someone you really trust that's actually doing it, I think is one of the best, one of the best ways for people to go, oh, maybe there, maybe there really is a better way because they seem to have something going. You know, what, what, the what's your secret factor? When people start asking what's your secret, um, have a few GTD books handy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that too. Why not? And if you, you know, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, good stuff. Right. So, well, if any of this is kind of, you know, um, resonated with you or you're interested in taking your own practice further and deeper, um, do, do get in touch with us. That's what we do, you know, is help people find ways to make GTD work for them even more and better. And if you have, you know, thoughts, questions, ideas for future podcasts, just anything uh, about this that you'd like to start a conversation with us about, we're always, you know, keen to hear from you. You know, even if it's just a just a one-liner, I liked it, whatever. It's always fun. It's always a boost, and it, it motivates us to want to do more of these as well. So easiest way is just email info at next-action.eu. And info at next-action.eu um, and next-action.eu is our website if you want to learn more find out more um, get onto our our newsletter of weekly tips what have you meanwhile um, I think it's it's time for us to to sign off for now so from me and from Todd thanks for thanks for listening and we'll see you next time 